Gonna turn it up, please. Them Harlem nights. Gonna turn it up, please. I done fell in love with Party at the bodega. It's your man Ben's Pharrell with Thinking Out Loud. How's everybody doing? Yes. All right. Let me talk about this hurricane real quick. Uh, Idalia, Florida. Governor DeSantis expands state of emergency as Hurricane Idalia expected to make landfall on Wednesday. All right. So a state of emergency in Florida is now in effect for 46 of its 67 counties as the state is preparing for Hurricane Idalia to make landfall over the state on Wednesday. Idalia upgraded to a Category 1 hurricane early Tuesday morning as the storm passed Cuba. According to news news weather forecast, it is expected to become a major hurricane with life-threatening storm surge when it makes landfall on Florida's western coast Wednesday morning. As of Tuesday morning, Hurricane Idalia was located about 85 miles north of the western tip of Cuba and about 370 miles to the south, southwest of Tampa. Um, weather reported, uh, news weather reported Hurricane Idalia has maximum sustained winds of 75 miles per hour with high gusts, and it's moving toward the north at 14 miles per hour. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis held a press conference with state officials Tuesday morning. The storm is forecast to make landfall along Florida's Big Bend tomorrow morning as a major hurricane. The National Hurricane Center has issued a hurricane warning for the Gulf Coast from Sarasota, County up through Franklin County and the Panhandle, DeSantis stated. There are over 20 shelters open and an additional 20 special needs shelters are mobilizing or on standby throughout the state of Florida. We have 5,500 National Guardsmen that have been activated, he continued. DeSantis added that 42 school districts have chosen to close for two days surrounding the storm. He nevertheless said that said that residents still have time as of Tuesday morning to make their final preparations for the storm. On Monday, President Joe Biden said he had spoken with Governor DeSantis, who is running for the Republican presidential nomination in 2024, to approve an emergency declaration for Florida that frees up federal funds to help with cleanup and repairs. Florida has my full support as they prepare for Idalia and its aftermath, Biden stated. Florida has mobilized thousands of National Guard members who have 2,400 high water vehicles and 12 aircraft at the disposal for rescue and recovery efforts. Florida residents, meanwhile, were loading up loading up on sandbags, putting away patio furniture, and evacuating from homes in low-lying areas along the Gulf Coast in anticipation of the potentially life-threatening storm surge. Others were hauling out generators in case of power outages. Quick thinking right there. 
you're gonna need your generators because you might not be without you might be without power for a while. And that's that's the worst thing in the world. See what I'm saying? When you can't even uh, charge your phones, can't get in contact with nobody. And most people uh, nowadays don't even have a landline phone. Everybody have a cell phone now. So uh, DeSantis told Floridans in, effect area, in, in the affected areas to expect their power to go out during the storm. Idalia is expected to start affecting Florida with hurricane-force winds as soon as late Tuesday ahead of its arrival on Wednesday. It is the first storm to hit Florida this hurricane season and a potentially big blow to the state, which is also dealing with lingering damage from Hurricane Ian. All right, Large parts of the western coast of Florida are at risk of storm surges and floods any time a storm of this magnitude approaches. Pasco and Levi counties, located north of Tampa, both ordered mandatory evacuations for some residents deemed to be at risk. In Levi County, officials said residents of Cedar Key must be off the island by Tuesday evening because storm surges would make bridges impassable. Uh, once the storm surge comes in, help may not be available to reach you, the county said in a public advisory. The National Hurricane Center in Miami issued a hurricane warning Monday from Longboat Key in the Sarasota area to the Holocene River up past Tampa Bay. Many school districts along the Gulf Coast said they would be closed Tuesday and Wednesday. Eckerd College and St. Petersburg told students they need to leave campus by Monday night. All right. Tampa and so that was already yesterday. So Tampa International Airport and St. Pete Clearwater International Airport said they would close on Tuesday. By Monday afternoon, the National Weather Service said Idalia was nearing hurricane strength as it approached western Cuba. On Tuesday, it was expected to turn northeast at a faster pace, reaching Florida's western coast as a dangerous major hurricane on Wednesday. After moving across Florida, Idalia is forecast to blow through Georgia, South Carolina, and North Carolina. And Georgia Governor Brian Kemp on Monday ordered emergency managers to activate state operations centers. The National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration recently said the 2023 hurricane season would be far busier than initially forecast, partly because of extremely warm ocean temperatures. The season runs through November 30th, with August and September typically the peak and that is true. All right? So, Hurricane Adelia is expected to start affecting Florida with hurricane-force winds as soon as late Tuesday ahead of its arrival on Wednesday. It is the first storm to hit Florida this hurricane season and a potentially big blow to the state, which is also dealing with the lingering damages from Hurricane Ian. Remember that? Large parts of the western coast of Florida are at risk 
of storm surges and floods anytime a storm of this magnitude approaches. Pasco and Levi counties located north of Tampa both ordered mandatory evacuations for some residents deemed to be at risk in Levi County. Officials said residents of Cedar Key must be off of their islands by Tuesday evening because storm surges will make bridges impassable. You hear that, ladies and gentlemen? I need y'all to pay attention to that for the people that live in those little islands, those key islands in Key West and those parts in north in north of Tampa. Once the storm surge comes in, help may not be available to reach you, the county said in the public advisory. The National Hurricane Center in Miami issued a hurricane warning Monday from Longboat Key in the Sarasota area to the whole scene river up past Tampa Bay. The Holocene River, or Holo, I, I believe it's Holocene River, that's how you pronounce it. Many school districts along the Gulf Coast said they would be closed Tuesday and Wednesday. Eckhart College in St. Petersburg told students they need to leave campus by Monday night, which was yesterday. Tampa International Airport and St. Pete Clearwater International Airport said they would close on Tuesday. By Monday afternoon, the National Weather Service said Idalia was nearing hurricane strength as it approached western Cuba. On Tuesday, it was expected to turn northeast at a faster pace, reaching Florida's western coast as a dangerous major hurricane on Wednesday. After moving across Florida, Idalia is forecast to blow through Georgia, South Carolina, and North Carolina. And Georgia Governor Brian Kemp on Monday ordered emergency managers to activate state operations centers. The National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration recently said the 2023 hurricane season would be far busier than initially forecast, partly because of its extremely warm ocean temperatures. The season runs through November 30th, and the August and September is typically the peak of hurricane season, ladies and gentlemen. All right. I don't know how serious is global warming. Uh, There's been a lot of um, protesting about global warming. Uh, I do study uh, uh, oceanic, atmospheric. Uh, I do a lot of studies in that genre right there, especially hurricane season. Uh, I look at the um, radar. I got my own equipment. I got my own tools that I use to keep an eye on the radar system and what's going on out there in the Atlantic Ocean and the Pacific Ocean, but the Pacific Ocean ain't got nothing to do with me. But I still keep my eye on the Pacific Ocean, you know what I'm saying? Because I do have friends from the Philippines. I have a lot of friends from um, South Korea, see what I'm saying? I got friends out there in Taiwan and stuff. I got friends of all different nationalities, colors, and creed, all right? I'm not a biased person at all, you know what I'm saying? I'm a, a American. I was born in the United States, so I have respect for all nationalities, colors, and creeds. So everybody in North Florida, uh, hopefully they're prepared for what's coming. 
And hopefully it's not that serious because Hurricane Category 3 uh, hurricanes don't scare me. But but you don't know the damage it can cause. You know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to boost up nobody's confidence or anything like that. You still got to prepare yourself. If I was living in northern Florida, uh, I still would have prepared myself. Uh, I still would have had my generators because I, I would have had, to, to be honest with you, I would have at least have two to three generators, you know what I'm saying? Because I don't want to go down like that, you see? Board up your windows. Uh, uh, make sure that you have some type of, uh, how you call those things that you could put on your roof? Something to bracket the roof, the roof of your house. Like, like your garage, I would have like put some more steel to like hold it because the hurricanes can like damage your house, the roof. All right, and then the hurricanes are capable to cause other damages. The worst part about it is the storm surge. The storm surge will mess you up for the people that live way out from the keys, like. Over there in the coastline, that's the worst part about it, the storm surge, all right? But we're going to keep it moving. We're going to see what else is going on in the news, all right? Let me see what's else, what else is going on. Harris County shooting. God damn it. Another domestic violence situation, all right? Bet between husband and wife ends up with two people shot. These are the details. Harris County authorities are investigating after two people were shot following a family disturbance on Monday afternoon. Officials said the shooting occurred around 4.20 p.m. on the 10,000 block of the Shady Canyon. 10,000 block of Shady Canyon. Preliminary information stated that a disturbance may have occurred between a husband and wife. That's when, according to officials, a pistol was introduced by one of the two and the husband was shot. At one point, an adult son tried to intervene, and he also was shot. Pow! Both were transported at the hospital with non-life-threatening injuries. Officials said both men are said to be in fair condition. There's no other details on this situation right here. But it sounds like the woman got so pissed off, she shot everybody. She said, fuck this shit. Pow, 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 pow. She was on that demon time. She says, I don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? Big drip. Pow, 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 pow. <laughs> no, it's not funny, ladies and gentlemen, but hey, she was on that demon time. That's what the kids say. Family of four found stabbed to death inside Upper West Side apartment. This is in Manhattan, New York City. A mother, father, and their two children, ages one and three, were found fatally stabbed inside the Upper West Side apartment, the New York Police Department stated. Officers called Monday for a wellness check, found the bodies of the young boys along with a 41-year-old man and a 40-year-old woman just before 3 p.m. According to the police spokesperson, the adults had trauma to the neck and the children had wounds to their bodies. Emergency officials pronounced them all dead at the scene. 
police arriving at the apartment found the door locked and enlisted the help of firefighters to enter. Officers were investigating whether the deaths may have been the result of a murder-suicide. Murder the names of the victims were not immediately released. Uh, that's, uh, how you call it? That is a story that's in progress, you know what I'm saying? So there's not too many details on that. But, you know, the, um, the firefighters plow open the door because of the wellness check so the police officers couldn't get into the apartment. So that's when the police officers found the bodies and stuff like that. So they're investigating the situation. It may look like a murder-suicide. Murder-suicide is maybe the mother or the father killed everybody, including themselves, all right? But they're not sure yet. So details uh, are very limited, so maybe we'll get updates sooner or later. Moving along, Florida sheriff clarifies after a woman claims arrest for paying flower vendor on TikTok. Okay, clarification. Bonita Springs, Florida. Florida authorities are setting the record straight after a woman claimed she was being arrested for paying a flower vendor on a TikTok video. TikTok user Arlie Castillo, whose handle is Arlie38, posted a video of a woman later identified as Anika Olsen yelling while being arrested on August 16th. Oh, man, this shit is fucking annoying as fuck. I don't even know why my shit is doing that. All right. She posted a video of some woman being arrested on August 16th. Right, guys? And I just tried to give her $20, Olsen stated. I just tried to give this lady $20. Please send this video to me. Relax and relax. One officer responded. That's what you can hear on the video. The video then went viral. Two days later... The Lee County Sheriff's Office explained its side in a lengthy Facebook post. The office said deputies were conducting an investigation in Bonita Spring after a woman identified as Norma Garcia was spotted selling merchandise in the median of Imperial Parkway, which is a violation of the county ordinance. Authorities also said Garcia is a Nicaraguan, Nicaraguan national who spoke only Spanish and only had a Nicaraguan identification. They added that Garcia had previously been deported from the U.S. in September 2022. They also said she was previously warned about not selling merchandise on the roadway. Deputies said while they were investigating, Olsen was driving by, stopped her vehicle in the middle of the parkway, and then approached the deputies even as she was blocking traffic and creating a safety hazard. All right. Deputies said Olsen refused to move her vehicle and instead interfered with their investigation and Garcia's arrest. Olsen was arrested for refusing to comply with the police or firefighters' lawful orders and resisting an officer without uh, violence. The safety and security of our residents is our priority. And when education fails to ensure the safety of our residents, arrests will be followed. 
the sheriff's office said in the Facebook post. Okay. It's okay. All right, wait up. I got some more stuff for you. Let me just bridge the gap. That's what happened with the Nicaraguan lady and stuff. And I, and I guess she was deported already. And they already told her, don't be selling merchandises in the middle of the road. And then the police jumped on her. And then somebody else interfered. And it was a TikTok video where you could see the whole thing. But anyway, we're going to keep it moving. These are small potatoes that I'm covering right here. I got mu- I got other stories too, but Kansas new pa- newspaper publishers, 98-year-old mother confronts police in controversial raid captured on video. Kansas newspaper, Marion, Kansas. Newly released video shows the 98-year-old mother of a Kansas newspaper publisher publisher confronting police officers as they search her home in a raid that has drawn national scrutiny at one point demanding get out of my house video released by the newspaper monday shows joanne mayer shouting at six police officers inside the marion uh, house kansas home she shared with her son marion county record editor and publisher eric mayer standing with the aid of a walker and dressed in a long robe or gown and slippers she seems visibly upset get out of my house i don't want you in my house she said at one point don't touch any of that stuff this is my house she said at another the raids of the newspaper and the home of the mayors and a city council member happened on august 11th i covered that one after a local restaurant owner accused the newspaper of illegally accessing information about her, Joanne Mayer died a day later. Her son said he believes that the stress contributed to her death. Uh-oh, somebody's in trouble. A prosecutor said later that there was insufficient evidence to justify the raise and some of the seized computers and cell phones have been returned. Meanwhile, the initial online search of a state website that the police chief cited to justify the raid was legal. A spokesperson for the agency that maintains the site said Monday. The raid on the record put it and its hometown of about 1,900 residents in the center of a debate about press freedoms protected by the First Amendment to the U.S. Constitution and Kansas Bills of Rights. It also exposed divisions in the town over local politics and the newspaper coverage of the community and put an intense spotlight on police chief Gideon Cody, who led the raids after the newspaper had asked questions about his background. As far as Chief Cody goes, he can take his high horse he brought into this community and giddy up on out of town. Darwin Markley, a Marion resident, said during the Monday afternoon city council meeting, that man needs to go. He needs to be fired. All right. Cody did not attend Monday's meeting or respond to email and cell phone messages seeking comment. He said an Alpha Davids used to obtain the warrants that he had probable cause to believe that the newspaper and city council member Ruth Herbal, whose home was also raided, 
had violated state laws against identity theft or computer crimes. Both Herbal and the newspaper have said they received a copy of a document about the status of the restaurant owner's license without soliciting it. The document disclosed the woman's license number and date of birth, which are required to check the status of a person's license online and gain access to a more complete driving record. The police chief maintains they broke state laws to do that, while the newspaper and Herbal's attorneys say they didn't. All right? Herbal, the city's vice mayor, presided over the city's council meeting on Monday, its first since the raids. It lasted, it lasted less than an hour, and Herbal announced that council members would not discuss the raids Something's its agenda. Something its agenda already had said in an all cap statement and read followed by 47 exclamation points. She said the council will address the raise in a future meeting. While Mr. Herbal said after the meeting that she agrees that Cody should resign, other city council members declined to comment. Mike Powers, a retired district court judge who is the only candidate for mayor this fall, said it's premature to make any judgments. Mayor, mayor, um, the news uh, editor, publisher, said the newspaper plans to file a lawsuit over the raid of its offices and his home. Mr. Mayor has noted that among the items seized were a computer tower and a personal cell phone of a reporter who was uninvolved in the dispute with the local restaurant owner, but who had been investigating while Cody left the Kansas City, Missouri police captain's job in April before becoming Marion police chief. Legal experts believe the police raid on the newspaper violated a federal privacy law or a state law shielding journalists from having to identify sources or turn over unpublished material to law enforcement. The Kansas Bureau of Investigation continues to examine the newspaper's actions. All right, this right here is like a back and forth, back and forth situation right here. Uh, well, that's it because I got to move around I got to do things. Ladies and gentlemen, I'll be back with some more stuff. And I got to do some, man, I got, I'm busy, you know. It's kind of hard to keep up with this podcasting, but I got to keep up with the podcasting. I have no other choice. If the podcasting wasn't doing anything, it wasn't, no monetization was happening, I wouldn't even be on here right now. I would have been doing something else. But it's doing something. It's making something happen. So I have to do it. I got to keep on doing it. All right. So I'm going to cut this apple pie short and sweet. You know I like to say that. Don't you dare get mad at your boy. You know I love saying that. All right. So subscribe to my YouTube channel, which is Box Benji. That is B-O-X-B-E-N-J-I. Same name that you can use to follow me on Instagram. They got a brand, they got a brand new platform social media platform to be exact it's called threads you can also follow me on that you know i've been a little bit active on there i still be publishing stuff on there i mean posting stuff on there i'm sorry excuse me tomato tomato 
And then you can follow me on TikTok. You can type in Box Benji because I solidified that name. LLC, bitch. LLC. All right? So you could type in Box Benji on the search engine and you will find my goddamn catalog. Box Benji, B-O-X-B-E-N-J-I. All right? Haven't been active on Rumble. Haven't been active on YouTube. I don't know why I ain't jumped on the YouTube, but I need to be jumping on that YouTube because I need to solidify my name, which is the best stuff on earth. <laughs> Excuse me. I don't know why I always keep in burp. I ain't even eating nothing this morning. But I will talk to you later. All right? And I got a lot of doctor's appointments, especially for this unnecessary burping that I'm always doing. Because I'm always burping and I don't eat anything. I don't even drink soda like that. I drink soda like in the weekend when I'm partying. And I'm too old to be partying anyway. But matter of fact, I'm going to talk to you later and tell you about health conditions for you people so you can get your health together in another segment. But for the meanwhile, stay posted. I'm going to be back with another segment. This is Thinking Out Loud. Peace. It's the Harlem night, yeah. Gonna turn it up, please. Them Harlem nights. Gonna turn it up, please. I done fell in love with. Gonna turn it up, please. Them Harlem nights. Party at the Bodega.